0: today on Unleashcast. I talked to Dr. Kiki Leutner. She's a lecturer in occupational psychology at Goldsmith College, University of London. We talk about the importance of gamification in the hiring process. How can you get people on board with gamification to get them on board in a company? That's what we talk about. It's gamification, something which has been around for a long time, but maybe not used to its full potential. Certainly the recruitment process offers a lot of different ways to use the power of gamification. So Kiki is also the author of The Future of Recruitment, so do check that out as well. She's a product innovator. She's worked with tech companies and startups to develop the next generation of assessment and selection tools. But today, it's all about gamification and the ways that you can use it in recruitment. So do enjoy. I'm very pleased to welcome Kiki Leitner to uh, the podcast. Thank you so much for talking to us. We are going to be discussing... Gamification, game-based learning, game-based assessments. This idea has been around for a while, but not necessarily applied to the hiring process, I would say. So my first question to you is uh, when it comes to hiring, what are the advantages? It's kind of a two-parter. What are the advantages of game-based assessments for both candidates and for recruiters?
1: Yeah, so the first biggest advantage is that they are assessments. And we know from decades of research that assessments are one of the most valid ways to select not only people who are talented at the skills that you need for the job, but also do it in a fair way. So we can reduce bias that we would have compared to human screening a CV or compared to an interview on unstructured interview, I should say. Um, And then we've had assessments around for a long time and most people would have done one at some point, like a personality assessment, where you answer one to five questions. Um, very much like me, et cetera, or IQ tests, which can be quite um, nerve wracking, right? Um, so, game based assessments kind of came in as this idea of taking all the goodness we have in assessments, but making it less painful for candidates, less painful, therefore, for employers to put their candidates through it and really open up the assessment market so that more employers can use it because we know it's such a good method for selection. but it's been a bit uh, underutilized because of the strain that it puts on applicants. Um, So game-based assessments take kind of what you would do in a a traditional IQ test or in a traditional personality assessment and try to make that process more engaging, more fun for candidates, try to shorten assessment times um, and to help employers increase their image as well because the tests are fun, engaging. um, And so employers can kind of get away with putting their candidates through it.
0: I've got another part to this question, actually, which is about neurodiversity and particularly, yeah, how can these assessments help neurodivergent candidates? Uh, It's something that people are generally more aware of these days, which is obviously a great thing. Um, And so how can this help?
1: Yeah. So I think neurodivergence is like a big area and there's lots of different things within that, Um, but generally speaking what we do with assessments is test skills that are needed for the job and that's an advantage to any candidate and especially neurodivergent candidates so you can imagine a scenario where you need to be really smart for a job um, but if you have to do that in an interview and you're kind of socially awkward that could get you into trouble in a hiring process whereas if you take an IQ test-based, game-based assessment, or even just an IQ test, you can really show your intelligence and your skills in that way. And we've done some research, actually, at view looking at um, candidates with autism and how they perform in our game-based assessment of cognitive ability, and they perform really well, um, and they also tend to like the process because they can focus on showing their skill. Um, but that said, there's lots of different aspects of neurodivergent uh, neurodivergence, and it. I think for employers, it's often about giving that choice of and that preference of format for different types of candidates. So another example are personality tests, which can be quite text heavy. So you can imagine that people with dyslexia can struggle and even if they can manage to do it, it can be just a, not a nice experience. And image-based personality tests can be a nice alternative. But there really isn't a lot of research in that area. And it's something that we're starting to work on more at Higher View and other academics as well to really find out what formats work well for what candidates. I'm
0: going to move on to my next question. So why do you think some candidates are more reluctant to be involved in it? And how can businesses educate potential talent, existing employees, basically everyone involved in the whole sort of life cycle of it to uh, combat this and to embrace it a bit more and to understand it a bit more?
1: Yeah, so I think, uh, and there's some research on this as well, candidates are reluctant with any sort of automated selection procedure because they perceive that they have less of a chance to kind of sway a human recruiter or give their full picture of their personality or their skills Um, It's this intuition that if I have a human sitting in front of me, I could really, you know, they can take me how I am and they can perceive how I am and I have a chance to show myself. But we know from data that that's not true and that often human recruiters can be biased and they miss out on skills, they miss out on relevant personality traits, they're actually quite bad at judging personality, and that often companies struggle to implement best practices for human recruitment. So structured interviews are very difficult to implement. Um, Reviewing CVs is very difficult to do in a very uh, consistent way. Whereas with assessments, that's much easier for companies to implement. And on average, you end up with a fairer process that looks at job relevant skills compared to when you just have um, human recruiters. Uh, That's something that not many candidates are aware of, though, and something that I would recommend employers educate their candidates on so they can explain to them, these are the skills that we're measuring with these assessments, their skills that you will need in the job. So it's good for you and good for us to check that you have the skills that are needed for this job. And this is how we do it with this assessment and give them some reassurance of how the assessment works and why it works and how it was developed. Um, I think that's often missing, um, and it's something that's very important. And then, in addition, once a candidate goes through the assessment, they should get, get some sort of debriefing of, "Hey, this is what we learned about you during the assessment, and this is how it relates to the job that we're evaluating you on."
0: The next question is, if you're, how can you how can you get people to prepare for? an assessment like this what's the best way to kind of get into the right mindset or you know to perform at your best because it's it's not something that necessarily everyone would expect what's your advice there
1: yeah for sure so I think a lot of especially the larger employers you can get a lot of information of what assessment exactly you're going to be put through and you can look at examples online and familiarize yourself with what it's going to look like I would try to find out what they are assessing me on. Are they assessing me on my intelligence? Are they assessing me on certain personality skills? Are they assessing me on job relevant skills? Is it a coding skill test, a language test? Um, And then try to prepare for that. You can often find examples online to look at the tests. You can also, if you get into the recruitment kind of circuit, you will have similar assessments for different employers. You you can get practice that way. And then it's kind of like any test you would take at university as well. Like make sure you're set up without distractions, make sure you're mentally fit, make sure you're ready to take the test, you're prepared, you're confident. Um, And then, and this one's important. If anything goes wrong, get in touch with a recruiting company so you can write to them and say, Hey, I had a technical issue or, Hey, something happened. I wasn't able to complete the test my full ability and they might just offer you to take it again. Um, so also, you know, do yourself justice and get in touch if there were any problems.
0: One last question on this. Do you think, um, where's this going to go next? Do you think it's something that will be more widely adopted or um, evolve in some way? I, I, You know, I'm pretty sure we'll see AI probably play quite a big part in it too, if it isn't already.
1: Yeah, so I think game-based assessments still are just scratching the surface of what's possible. I hope that we'll see more and more employers use structured assessments, be it game-based assessments or video interview analytics, or even, you know, traditional psychometric tests, just because we know that they work so well for recruitment. I hope that they also start to use them more for internal mobility. So we've spent a lot of time thinking about how to get the best candidates in and how to do that fairly. But we know there's a huge problem with fairness and looking at talent in internal progression as well. And these tools are just as useful for that. Um, And I think technology will continue to support employers in doing that by having more and more convenient platforms to do these assessments on um, assessments getting faster and smarter um, so we're seeing that already with video interview analytics where we're getting better 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 and better algorithms to measure certain traits or competencies based on video interview answers
0: well Kiki thanks so much uh, for your time it's a fascinating area um, I I too probably think it's going to kind of diversify and expand isn't it And um, and obviously it's a completely different way of, uh, of assessing competency, which is really, really exciting. So, uh, yeah, thanks very much for your time talking to Unleashcast.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me.